Welcome to the Bourbon Library After Hours. On this podcast, Ryan and I reflect back on past episodes, give the bourbon another taste, and explore a little deeper into our family dynamic. After Hours starts now. Welcome to the Bourbon Library After Hours. I am your co-host, Ryan Bayless. And I'm your other co-host, Alec Bayless. And today, we're discussing one of our very favorite bourbons, Knob Creek. Specifically, the 12-year. Why the 12-year? Why well, do we love I'll, that 12-year? I'll tell you why we like the 12-year. Okay. Uh, because Dad really put it on our radar when he said, Hey, I found something that reminds me of Three Boys which is uh, historically one of our very favorite bourbons. They're a, a more independent distillery down in Kentucky. Uh, they're awesome. If you ever get a chance to try their bourbon, please do. They have an amazing chocolate uh, finish, and that's kind of what my dad chases when he's looking for bourbons, and Knob Creek 12 really spoke to him spiritually. Um, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna re-sip that. Uh, I, I encourage you to go listen to our original The Bourbon Library episode about Knob Creek. A lot of great stuff in there. And grab some um, Knob Creek and, and grab drink, some Knob drink Creek with us. You have five seconds. You got five seconds. Just pour yourself Just a glass. Go, go get it. Go to your little bourbon section. We'll wait. Pause. Or you can pause. No, don't pause. Don't Let's pause. Wait. Let's no. wait. Let's wait. Let's just wait. Like okay. A moment of silence. All right. Go, go get it. <sighs> okay. That's okay. Wow. Well, right, uh, now that right. now that you're back. Um, also, just just for the record, I, I brought out another Knob Creek that I, I want us to give a little shot shot of uh, for Knob Creek Rye. They're straight. Wow. I can't. I would say the lately straight. I've really been losing my R's. Like Y instead of Rye. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's the thing that comes with age or perhaps. Yeah, you start losing letters. Perhaps you, we've shot other age. and and recorded other episodes today, so you know things start to get a little bit. Yeah, I mean, as, as you drink more and we do more episodes in one session, you you know, you start to lose letters. Yeah. Uh, so, nonetheless, Knob Creek, which is part of the Jim Beam family. Um, which you and, love. Uh, which I really love. You I, love historically. You historically, love I like a lot of bourbons from the Jim Beam family. So, um, let's try it. Including Yellowstone, which we realized was also a Beam product mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Let's sip some of this. It smells good. Hey, before, smell, wait, I smell before that tobacco, tobacco let's, chocolate. Let's cheer each other. Cheers. Cheers, guys and gals. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally chocolate, even on the nose. Lots of chocolate. I never really thought about it. Chocolate and a little bit of vanilla in there, too. That's just damn tasty. That is good. Yeah. That is good. I mean, it's old granddad, but plus time. Is that what this is? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same Plus how, how much time? Uh, well, this well, is 12 years. I don't want to do the math. Old granddad's probably two to four years, I would guess. Um, I think it's a... Depends on which old granddad you're talking about. Straight bourbon or... Oh, well, bottle and bond would have been four years. Yeah. So this is... Mm. the This Ooh. is uh, eight years later. The that, 12th. That is... Mm. That's delicious. Yeah. It's a flavor profile and a mash bill I really love. Would you say this is a dessert whiskey? Not necessarily. I might have this before dinner. I, mean, uh, well, I would have it after dinner if that counts. That does count. Do you think there's dessert whiskeys and not? Well, I, I I guess I don't mean like, like it's like a like a fudge sundae whiskey. I just yeah. mean like this would mm, either go good with ice cream, yeah, or be a replacement for ice cream. <laughs> like well, it would just be a good after meal I, whiskey because I, I think it's kind of sweet and like it sure. has those chocolatey notes. Well, I think whiskey's great as an after dinner, uh, before 
and before dinner. I think whiskey's great for rounding a meal. I don't typically like to drink while I'm eating. Me either. I don't I, do it. I, I almost don't away. drink water. Yeah. I, I'll drink I almost some. don't drink anything while yeah, I eat. I just want to slurp up whatever's on my plate. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I, I mean, yeah, I could see what you mean. Like because of, because of the chocolate finish yeah. that perhaps it's like a good replacement for a chocolate brownie or chocolate cake. I don't know if there's anything that's a true replacement for a delicious chocolate brownie or chocolate cake. But I found myself often having bourbon instead of dessert, like choosing like, oh, you know what? They bring the dessert menu. Yeah. I look it up. Oh, if thanks. there's nothing that's like really standing out, I'll bring say, the you whiskey know what? Menu. Yeah, bring the whiskey menu. I, I actually, for the first time, asked for a whiskey menu. Mm. I'm there. You mm-hmm. know what I had? Mm. Booker's. Mm. Because that Where was, did you do that at? I had that at Phoenicia Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Phoenician Steakhouse. Uh-huh. And uh, it was delicious. Yeah. And I would, I'm getting a bottle of Booker's as soon as I can. I wow. really liked it. Yeah. Wow. Um, Booker's is part of Booker's Baker's. Yep. What's what's that family? Is that Buffalo Trace product? What is that? That is. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't <laughs> we're know. gonna have to cut this part out because people are gonna think we're real. I just don't dinguses. remember. But it, it might be the Beam. Yeah, I guess so. It's the Booker's Bees. I know there's a group of Bees in yeah, there. Yeah, Booker Baker. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, you know what? Booker's Baker. Russell. Well, it? no, it's not Wild Turkey. No. I don't know. This is embarrassing, but listen, you probably know, so shoot us an email or, or uh, write everything. on Facebook, comment, something. Let us know that you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, so uh, let me finish this first, because then we can move on to the rye. Now, you don't traditionally like rye. I wouldn't say I don't traditionally like rye. I don't. Uh, rye is how I actually got introduced to whiskey in general, uh-huh. and then because I thought old fashions are made with rye. Um which it can go either way. Yeah. But yeah. But that's tr- a traditional old fashioned. I, was, I connected with that first because I thought it was cool. Yeah. And I really fell in love with old fashions. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm like, I like Templeton Rye. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first whiskeys I've ever had that I was like, oh, this is really, really good. Yeah. And I remember that. And I tell that story in a, yeah. in a past episode. Yeah. But, um, so I'm not against it. I just, we got so obsessed with bourbon that that's all we've been drinking. I don't even yeah. know. I don't, I don't know that much about bourbon rice. is just so sweet with spice. Like rye t- tends to be just more spice centric uh, in order to be a rye. Also, I, I actually learned this is kind of interesting. So it has to be more than 51% uh, rye in the mix versus a bourbon, which is more than 51% corn. Mm-hmm. However, Canadian whiskeys, Canadian rye mm-hmm. is mostly just the name. They what don't, do they don't have those requirements. So it has to be, from my understanding, a Canadian rye just has to be in the style or reminiscent of a, of a rye. Hmm. So it's loose. So it doesn't that, have yeah, to the, follow the specific. The bourbon rules are so specific. Yeah. I actually learned recently, and if you use common sense, you could also uh, deduct deduct and figure that out. But um, from I was watching a Whiskey Tribe video, and, and the reason new oak American oak barrels yeah. are used in bourbon yeah. was because the lumber lobbyists lobbied for it. Sure. The, the lumber industry. It seems like they it. put a lot of structures around bourbon for, for two reasons. One, there was good intentions. Make sure like bottle and bond helps you helps assure that you're not getting garbage. Yep. Uh, and, and that was important specifically at a certain time when there was a lot of garbage, but also it was designed to, to increase the value of stuff and like to make it a more valuable American product, I think. So like sure. having the lo- the wood lobby or the, the labor or whatever lobby, lumber, lumber lobby uh, benefit from this American spirit. So much of it was going on. It's like, we might, we all might as well get a little piece of the pie. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, Let's try this rye. I'm yeah, curious. Right. I, I I don't even know. The what reason to I bought it. Well, a, I it think sounds it's like cool. your name. It's black. Like the label's black. That's kind of, kind of fun. Um, I bought it though because the night before we were actually uh, recording an episode, and Devin was like, "Oh, I I want to get the rye, but it's so hard." And so I was like, "Oh, well, I found it." And I was like, "I'm just gonna rub this in his face a little." Um, that was nice. <laughs> that's what we do, though. That's the fun part. No, I know. The hunter, you know, we we all are out there hunting, and occasionally one of us gets a buck. Yeah. And, and this was, like this, was this was my buck, and I was proud of it, and it was fun to to show Devin. The only thing I don't like is the wax on these things. Um, okay, so Knob Creek is, for me, hard to open. Yes. Yeah. Uh, always. I don't I want don't my if, bourbon to be hard to open. No, it should have a big, big old It should top. have a zipper. They should do bottles with yeah, zippers. Zipper tops. Here, hey. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Knob Creek. So automatically, Ooh. you don't like it. It's, it sizzles. I taste. I mean, it tastes like Knob Creek. Like it definitely feels. Yeah, no, it definitely tastes the same. It's just like it is. It's the opposite. It's less sweet. It's just less sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, you taste the. Yeah, I don't think I like. Here's the thing about rye that I take a little pride in too. Like rye. You take pride not, in rye? I take pride in rye and rye rye. Me. Rye rye. Uh, no, something about rye that's kind of fun is that its origin isn't like bourbon. Its origin really is Kentucky. But rye, mm -hmm. you can't really grow rye in Kentucky. Like very well. Obviously, you can grow it. but that's they, why, they, uh, So yeah. they, they grow it predominantly, I think, in on the East Coast. Or Pennsylvania. Like Pennsylvania. Well, if you know Maryland. the history of bourbon, bourbon originated in Pennsylvania. When right. they were making it in Kentucky, there wasn't yeah. any rye to right. grow, so they used more right. corn. Like Pittsburgh, actually, was a major mm -hmm. whiskey town. Um, so rye is kind of like an East Coast thing in my mind. Yeah. Um, and so, and I see Pennsylvania as the East Coast to some extent. Uh, so I take a little pride in that. I think it's kind of fun that it's like something we can have a little ownership over. It's our terroir. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little terroir. 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 In it. Um, oof, I'm getting that. Whiskey hug. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm getting mm. that. I'm getting that. What's the, what's the proof on this? So it's 100 proof. Yeah. Straight, small batch, patiently aged, it says. How about the 12? So that's kind of funny. <laughs> it doesn't say, it doesn't put an age statement on it. It just says patiently aged. I would be very curious. I know that the standard Knob Creek is nine years. Um, yeah. I, I'm wondering if the rye is younger or the same. I imagine if it was the same, they would just say nine years. Like I don't, I don't the other know ones. because they, so the nine year didn't have an eight. Yeah. It, it had an age statement at one point. They took it off and they brought it back. Yeah. So that could be just like, they just didn't get patiently aged on that. That, one. that is something that is knob, Jim. We hear you knob. We see you. We see you. That's fine. I'm learning uh, more and more not to get obsessed with the age statement. Yeah. I think that was something that yeah. Paul Haletko well, at Few Few taught us, and uh, I agree with him. Well, it's a, it's, it doesn't it's a, matter. It it does and it doesn't. Flavor matters. What Flavor, it tastes like and what it, you experience. Flavor matters, matters and what you like matters mm -hmm, the most. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if it's a good flavor mm -hmm. that is good to you, then that is a good whiskey for you. Agreed. Agreed. Because it's not – but, I mean, you know, th there are – Whiskeys that we collectively like better than others. Yeah. Not creeps continues it's all to be odd. Stats and numbers. Just taste the damn whiskey. <laughs> math people. Just taste the damn I, whiskey. I don't hate math people, but I hate math, comma, people. <laughs> that's a, I, that's a little twist on something Jay-Z once said. Yeah, I'm familiar. I am familiar. What is the saying? Just for the I'm not, audience I don't know, at home. Jay, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. man. 
Uh, commas. Commas are great. For all my English Ooh. friends, uh, language, communication. You know, all my teacher friends. Hey, so listen, I, I think we've come to a, a, a really great conclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, at the end of, we're at the end of our program. It's that Knob Creek is really a damn good bourbon and a damn good rye. Before we and go. And the 12 years a little hard to get. Our dad stores it like he's saving up for the apocalypse. Meanwhile, I could go to many stores in the area and grab two of them tomorrow. So, uh, so take that, So take dad. that, daddy. Well, That's do you, my really, buck. Quickly, though, do you have any Knob Creek stories? Knob Creek stories? Memories. 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 It's kind of a reasonably new, the, the 12 years sort of new in my space, and and uh, not like the site MySpace. Don't go to his um, MySpace. Don't go to whatever you do. Do not, do not go, go to, go to MySpace. my MySpace. Uh, no, I don't really particularly have a Knob Creek 12 story that I can recall. There's Knob Creek uh, in general. Do you remember the first time you had it? Uh, in Kentucky, yeah, with with Brian, I think. Our we friend Brian, Creek we did we did an episode of Willet. I think he gave us a Knob Creek when we went out. We went out to like a fancy dinner. It was just like the producing team. It was this film we worked on called Runner, which is available everywhere. Uh, directed by our friend Brian G. Randalls, who's in our Willet episode. Uh, uh, he's a Kentuckian who lives in Los Angeles. Um, he took us out uh, to a nice dinner before we started shooting his film, the portion of his film in Kentucky. And we tried some different stuff. I feel like Knob Creek, maybe I tried there. Perhaps we had it in that fancy whiskey bar in L.A. Rob Harding, who was in that film, took us out. Uh, one night, mm-hmm. people have been very generous to us, uh, and I think it comes with the territory when you're drinking whiskey because yeah. it's it's so experiential. Yeah, you want others to know what that is like. Yeah, so it's not about like, oh, this pasta is so good, I'm never going to share it with anybody else. It's like yeah. this pasta is so good, I must share it with them. Yeah, in pasta, you swap with yeah. the word whiskey. With this whiskey is so good. I can't be the only one to experience it. Yeah. I need others. You need that validation. Well, like, that's, this is good, that's right? That's sort of the joke about the I found my buck. I don't want to keep it to myself. If you I could send, if I could, it. if I could give this bottle to Devin tomorrow, I would. Uh, and, and I think that's how bourbon should go, and that's how how this whole thing should be. People who store it, Dad, should be considerate of others' inability. Okay, I, I'll tell a quick little. I was. Talking. I remember I, earlier. I was like, "We're concluding the program. We're yeah. not. We're not. Just uh, just as a heads up. Well, if you haven't figured that out." So uh, we we're talking. We're so we're going to the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Yeah. In September. Yes. And uh, Dad was talking about. We were talking about where we're going to our accommodations while we're while yeah. we're there. Yeah. And Dad goes, "Well, what we got? What we should do is find someone from Kentucky who wants to visit Michigan to stay at their house <laughs> and just swap houses." <laughs> And I was, and he was like, I have enough whiskey for them for yeah. to go a week without making a dent. And I was like, well, you don't want someone at your house, you know, drinking all yeah. your whiskey. He's like, no, of course I do. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. this guy. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's, he's good. Uh, he's good. He is a generous man. He is. I, we, we literally, every bottle of bourbon you could possibly imagine exists in the True Blue Bourbon Library at Craig Bayless's house. Not going to give you the address because we don't want anyone breaking in, but... uh We've experienced quite a good time there at his beautiful bar and anticipate we'll continue to do so. Yeah, I just want to say, thanks, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Before we wrap this up, I am so embarrassed, but I, I have to t- tell you that I am I just realized you're not wearing shoes. Oh, God. We've been doing this whole podcast. Shorter. and you're, felt shorter than you. Yeah, I was like, I'm, why am I wearing it? You made me feel weird. Like, I'm wearing shoes this whole episode, and you're not wearing... I was like, why does Alex's eyes 
look higher than they normally do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the shoes. Yeah, and the shoes bothered me. No pants I'm didn't bother me as much, but the shoes really, the bare feet, I just can't. It's something about, I just can't do it. So, yeah, well, I don't like uh, to drink with pants on. Let's wrap this thing up so I can uh, find you some shoes. Hey, this is actually the conclusion to After Hours. Correct? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ryan Bayless. This is my brother. Alec Bayless. And always remember to drink is to live. Let's just do it. Yeah, cheers anyway. Cheers. That was After Hours. Thanks for listening. Did you like what you heard? Join us at the Bourbon Library for more. And remember to rate, review, and share our show with friends. It's more fun drinking together. All right, until next time. Cheers.